0: Hello guys and welcome to episode 20 of Axing the Future, I'm your host Axel, or as most of you guys know me as 56th Grid. In today's episode we're going to be hearing from Jack Bowes, who currently plays for the Gold Coast Suns in the AFL, which is a sport here in Australia. He was picked 10 in the 2016 draft, he's played just over 50 games so far, so welcome Jack.
1: Thanks Axel, thanks for having me on board, I'm really looking forward to today.
0: Yeah, it should be good fun. So there's a lot of people that probably don't know about you. So can you tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Cairns, uh, in far north Queensland. Um, I've got obviously a younger brother, Jordan. Uh, my mum and dad moved up there from Melbourne. So they're from down in Matt Eliza, um, down near your way And um, I pretty much went to school up there for 16, 17 years, had lots of fun, made lots of friends and then moved down to Gold Coast um, as a part of the Gold Coast Suns Academy to, you know, help, you know, try to pursue a dream in AFL and um, went to school and did my year 12 down there at a school called All Saints and then, uh, yeah, I also got drafted and I've now been living here for nearly, yeah, five years now on the Gold Coast and I've, yeah, really enjoyed it.
0: That sounds so cool, but before we dive into a bit more of the AFL, I have a lot of international listeners on this podcast. So, for anyone who doesn't know what the AFL is, can you briefly describe it and why you love it so much?
1: I've always found this a tough question trying to describe AFL to to people that don't know it. But yeah, you know, it's obviously a mix between you know overseas. If you look at America's NFL and um, the there's a lot of different aspects, you know, you can tackle, handball, kick, um, run all day and you know, we cover about fifteen kilometres a game. Um there's all the different shapes and sizes that play the game as well, so it's pretty inclusive. Um and there's obviously a women's um football league as well, which is good.
0: Yeah, I reckon that's a pretty good description. I find when I travel and people ask like about footy because that's one of my favourite sports I do feel like it's a tough way to describe it but I think you've pretty much nailed it there so obviously with this COVID um, global pandemic you and your team have had very short breaks in this kind of in your bubble hub life so how has that been with like the short turnarounds
1: yeah it's been one crazy year but uh, you know we're pretty fortunate we get to get to keep doing our job and keep you know trying to um i guess i suppose it's a good entertainment platform for people at home especially you guys in lockdown you get to watch footy every night so we we can considered pretty lucky but um with the short turnarounds compared to last year the yeah the, the the grind on the body and stuff like that it's a, it's a bit harder and um, i think we had a little patch there where we played three games in nine days and we played in darwin off a four-day break which is obviously travel as well and by well, the end of that, um, we're pretty exhausted, so we're running out of gas a bit. But it was nice to have a couple nine day breaks as well. Um, the past couple of weeks, which has been good to freshen up. So you sort of you're you're in recovery mode for a lot of it, and then there's a bit bit of opportunity to train in the past couple of weeks as well.
0: Yeah, totally. So you're obviously a professional footy player. So why and what age did you start playing footy?
1: So, I started playing footy at Auskick, which is around, I think, five years old, um, up in Cairns. Um, my old man, Wayne, obviously um, played AFL as well, so I always took an interest in that. Um, but he never really pushed me into, into playing it. I was sort of um, my own decision. And when I was five years old, we were watching the footy on TV one day, and I just said, Can you please take me down to Auskick, Dad? I'd, I'd love to run around and kick the footy. So, ever since then, um, I've just fell in love with the game. I played a lot of different sports growing up, but always seemed to come back to AFL.
0: Yeah, I, that sounds that sounds actually like because I've had a obviously Nick Del Santo, and I'm hoping to have some more AFL players in the future. And I feel like that's where it all starts. Footy started for me at Kick and it feels like it's starting for a lot of people there. So. You were obviously drafted to the Gold Coast Suns uh, with the tenth pick in the two thousand sixteen draft. How did it feel when your name was read out?
1: Oh, it was um, it was overwhelming. I it was it's always been a dream of mine to be drafted, and um, you know, looking back and reflecting, um, you put a lot of hard work and sacrifice in throughout your teenage years to to get to that point. So um, it was a bit of relief, but at the end of the day, it was only the beginning of a. A journey in the AFL career. So, um, you yeah, know, I'm very grateful and lucky that I was able to get picked up and I was able to stay in my own home state in Queensland as well. So um, to be, be able to stay on the Gold Coast was um, a big bonus too. So I actually on draft night, it was pretty funny. I actually, um I sort of knew Sydney were going to bid on me a pick 10 because they'd told me throughout the week that that was going to happen. And then, obviously being in the academy as well at the Suns. um, They'd said the day before they were going to commit to taking me in the draft no matter what. So I pretty much knew on the night what pick I was going to go and and where I was going to go. So it wasn't as, um, you know, thrilling and exciting for me as it would be for other boys that had to move into state or whatnot. But, yeah, that's my sort of draft story.
0: Did it feel good going to such a developing team like Gold Coast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, back then, um, a lot has changed in the four years I've been there. Um, Culture wise, you know, head coach wise, personnel, um, a lot of list changes and stuff like that. But um, most importantly, I think the opportunity to play at a club that, you know, hasn't had much history or success and to be a part of something special and to be part of a first um, sort of, you know, premiership, premiership chase for a fresh new club and um, I guess develop and grow AFL footy in Queensland was something that I really, you know, looked up to and really wanted to you know, be a part of. So that's one of the great parts of yeah, being at the Suns at the moment.
0: Yeah, totally. And you've got some, you know, amazing talent running through with your recent years. I mean, you obviously and Lacoste ranking at Raul and Anderson and lots more. How does it feel kind of being around such a young side?
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I think, especially for those boys, the the commitment they've shown off the field for us signing on as well has been a great, you know, set of belief that if we all stick together and we all want to work hard and grow together, we're gonna um, put ourselves in a position where we can chase success. And um, being a younger group as well, and and most of these boys are living out of state, out of home. You spend a lot of time with each other off the field. And you get to know them pretty well and you, you create really good, strong relationships and bonds. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, in footy, that's that's what it's all about uh, when it comes to the end of it is um, you want to, you know, build some really good relationships. And those boys obviously being around the same age bracket makes it a lot easier and you spend a lot more time together, which is, which is really, really fun and, um, yeah, it's been great.
0: Yeah, totally. So, I mean, you're from Cairns, and I was watching a little fifteen minute, uh, almost like doco that the Gold Coast did on you, uh, going through the draft, and your dad Wayne or Bozy um, talked about it was a bit hard when you were leaving home. How was it, kind of leaving your home? I believe it was in year eleven to go pursue footy.
1: Yeah, that was um probably one of the hardest decisions I've had to make so far. Um, so I was doing school up in Cairns. I was really enjoying that. I had a really um, tight knit group up there of friends. Um, I went to a school up there where, you know I really wanted to graduate up there and, um, you know, that's sort of get that special feeling with my friends. And um, obviously, footy was something that I always dreamed of and aspired to as well. So I really wanted to pursue that. And um, you know, the decision was made easy in the end to, to you know chase my dream. And I was lucky enough, it paid off. And, you know, looking back, I'd, I'd never change a thing. So, um, but I was pretty fortunate. My my grandparents went out and pop, moved down to the Gold Coast just before that. And I was able to move in with them. And one of my best mates, uh, Daniel Charlesworth, who also um, trained with me and throughout the academy, um, lived with me as well. So we were pretty, pretty lucky in that sense. We had a great support group behind us. And, you know, missing family and friends is... Um, Is you know tough at first, but I think if you look at it as in like if I was to be doing university or something like that or graduating from school, I think the year after I would have moved out anyway. So I I just look at it as as if I left left the nest uh, you know a year earlier.
0: Yeah, of course. So for the people that don't know, uh, my dad and Jack's dad are really good friends, and when he's come down to Melbourne, and we've had some good chats about uh, Jack and how he grew up. So I believe it, around the age of 14, 15, you had to make a decision between sports. What were those other sports that I guess you really enjoyed growing up?
1: Yeah, um, growing up I played a lot of different sports. I was futsal, uh, which is obviously indoor soccer, cricket. I love my cricket, um, basketball, golf. Nowadays I really enjoy playing. Um, you know, at school I loved playing soccer growing up and playing um soccer my friends was fun as well so you know anything that had a bat and a ball or you know anything to do with sport I was heavily involved with so uh, that's something you know my old man always sort of advised to me was to you know try a lot of different things and that way you know you really find out what you love and in the end it was AFL.
0: Yeah I like that so if a, if footy wasn't a thing or you didn't have the opportunity to to make footy your full time job what do you think you what path would have you gone down i guess in your life
1: yeah good question um i think for me i was always i always had a pretty good balance on and off the field with footy and and school and um if footy weren't to go to plan it was always a plan b so I was at university and took my like, yeah you know, studies and education very seriously so I'm at university now, at Griffith Uni, studying business, and I was doing exercise science as a double degree as well. Um, so I was really interested, you know, in the human body and and the physiology, and I, I sort of wanted to go down the path of physiotherapy when I was if footy didn't go to plan. Um, but at the moment, I'm just I've had to give that a miss with COVID, and um, just being able to go to uni classes and stuff like that, it's been a bit difficult. So it's just been more the business side of it and. Um, I've taken an interest in that and that's keeping me busy outside of football as well. So I think, you know, sort of down that, you know, health professional pathway would have been would have been nice, but, you know, who knows, I could be at home with mum and dad still in Cairns, you never know.
0: Yeah, of course. That's actually really interesting. So I know this is a incredibly long way off, but have you ever thought of what you want to do after footy?
1: Oh, it's such a, yeah, it's you're always told at the start of your career to, you know, always prepare for what you want to do outside of footy and stuff like that. Um, for me at the moment, I'm, if I were to think long-term, I'd, I'd really enjoy, you know, staying in footy and I think coaching would be something I'd really enjoy doing as well, like seeing and developing, you know, younger players and seeing them go into, you know, better people and players would be something that I think I'd... Um, i get a lot of joy out of. Um, yeah, I've always looked at sort of the media as well, um, maybe going into media after football, but there's only a certain amount of jobs in that. But I think, the, you know, the personal aspect of coaching is something that's pretty appealing to me um, at the moment. But, you know, things change pretty quickly as well.
0: Yeah, of course. I guess in the future, you never know. Um, so we're gonna throw it back a bit to your childhood here. So what were your big dreams as a kid?
1: Well my number one dream was yeah, to always play AFL and to win a premiership. Um, that was all I really dreamt of as a kid, you know, I'd come home after school and first thing I wanted to do was just kick the footy out the front with my friends and um I think that's the number one dream I always aspired to be like. I always had, you know, childhood heroes I'd looked up to. Um, I actually supported Saint Kilda when I was younger, so a bit like yourself. I looked up to the likes, you know, Lenny Hayes, Nick Dalsano, as I said before, um, Nick Rewell and yeah, those they were the people I wanted to be like and play like.
0: Yeah, I love I love the old Saints. So, what are your dreams <laughs> now and for the for the future, whether it's short term or long term?
1: Well, at the moment, um, footy-wise, it's just you know I want to get the most out of myself and you know try build success on the Gold Coast and um, ultimately get the you know the ultimate success here at the Suns and um, you know help other players along the way in their journey as well. Um, off the field, you know I'm, I'm invested in like um, I'm taking an interest in property and like looking after you know my house and um I've got a girlfriend as well who who's a great support in my family so I just keeping connected with them but I haven't really thought of any real sort of dreams at the moment other than you know chasing that childhood dream of you know ultimate success in footy but uh, that's that's the main one
0: Yeah I like that so we're going to go into a bit of scenario here so you bump into your 12-year-old self I don't know where it is um so, what are you telling yourself? What advice are you giving your twelve year old self
1: my twelve year old self oh i have been my twelve year old self I'd probably say at that point in life just have a good balance of everything like um I'd tell myself you know obviously footy would, was my dream back then, but you know to be to be balanced in in everything you do like if you, you know, with your studies um try lots of different sports you know go try um plenty of different things and uh, if you're 12 i uh, really enjoy time with your family and your friends and um you know look at every opportunity you can to learn new things and and try to get better and you know create good relationships that hopefully last a lifetime i think
0: i really like that i think that's 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 a really good um i guess advice in that way so before we end the podcast I have this little tradition so on my computer I have a spin the wheel pulled up there are some incredibly random questions here so uh, it's a bit of a quick fire and um, yeah we'll just see how it goes. So the first question is what is your favorite food?
1: Oh my favorite food such a good question. I'm a bit of a foodie so I love you know, I love sushi pasta. Um, if I were to have a little treat, it'd be chocolate, caramel chocolate in particular. Um, they're probably the ones I'd go to, yeah.
0: Mm, We must be uh, long lost twins in the food industry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to move on to the next one and we'll see if the same luck carries on with your favourite smoothie.
1: Ooh, trying to think what you'd like here. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I like making my own smoothies at home. So, you know, I mix frozen berries, uh, banana. Then I, I try stuff stay the dairy, so I use almond milk and then just honey and some sort of health, healthy stuff I chuck in there with some, like, chia seeds and LSA mix and a bit of protein as well. That's my homemade favourite smoothie that I, I enjoy after training. What about you?
0: Yeah, I reckon that's pretty much the same. I, I every morning um, for my brekkie, I have a, either a berry or a mango smoothie or something like that. But while we're on smoothies, um, uh, Bosie or your dad, um, every time the Suns and the Saints go against each other, we're we're always calling each other at quarter, half time, you know, to have a bit of fun. And in this most recent game, he bet me half a dozen s- smoothies and I um, bet him, what was it? A six pack of beers or something like that so he owes me six smoothies so I've got to make sure to remind, remind I'll get him on that.
1: to him about that one he's not very good at the old bets <laughs> he used to make bets with me too when we were younger and um, he ended up losing a lot of those as well
0: <laughs> now nah, when he comes back down to Melbourne he'll yeah. I hope he fulfills his promise sure we'll go out it. for a nice brekkie yeah. couple of smoothies yeah, he, he
1: would love to do that I'm sure
0: all right, the next question is, what is your favourite city in the world? This could be where you've been, where you haven't been, where you want to go. It can be anything, town. Okay.
1: Um, well, I've been to the States, United States, I really enjoyed um, Los Angeles and I think Venice Beach along there, you know, riding the bike in the sunset was something that I'll never forget, which was, um, I think I was 17, 18 then. And that was pretty cool going to, you know, play basketball at Venice Beach down there as well. It was pretty iconic. Um, if you ever play, played Grand Theft Auto, Santa Monica, back in the day, that was, that was the same setting. It was, it was a bit, a bit nostalgic. Um, I really enjoyed, um, South Africa. I've been over there. I've been to Cape Town and went up Cape Town Mountain. That was something uh, when well, I think I was fifteen, and that was uh, one of the best views I've seen in the world. So those are probably the two you know most memorable cities I've been to.
0: Oh yeah, I like that. I love I love LA. I've never been to South Africa or, Cape, or obviously Cape Town, but I'd love to go. Are you a surfer?
1: I want to be. I'm a bit of a kook. Um, <laughs> I've sort of tried to get into the Gold Coast, you know, lifestyle, try to surf. A few of the boys at the club are really good, actually. Um, I'm getting there. I'm slowly progressing. I think this off-season I'll try, um, try, you know, train a bit more for it. But yeah, not not that great at the moment. Do you, surf? Uh,
0: I mean, we're pretty similar. Now that I'm listening to these questions, I'm an absolute kook of – so pretty much <laughs> since I was three or four, but I'm just shocking. Like, I, don't, I love having a crack, but I'm just, yeah, I'm horrible.
1: It'd be tough down there in the cold, I could imagine. We're ah, pretty lucky up here. It's
0: not too bad. I mean, I have, I had a situation. I went down with my mate um, down the t- Torquay Way, kind of down the coast, a couple hours, and yeah. Uh, I noticed I hadn't surfed. Uh, you know, it was coming in a spring, and I hadn't surfed since the last summer. So my wetsuit was too small. So I went out. Kind of, it was kind of like a rainy arvo, and I went out in my t-shirt. And um, I mean, it was. It, it's a. It's pretty cold. Oh no. <laughs> I felt a bit I hypothermory. Uh I
1: Yeah, can... you've done well. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we're going to go on to the next question, and this is. Who is your favourite cricket player? i heard you liked a bit of cricket.
1: Oh, good question. Um, bowler Shane Warne. Uh, used to love watching him, you know, turn the ball. When I was younger, um, batsman. I used to love Michael Clarke. I used to try copy the way he batted and his technique at the crease. Um, but currently, Steve Smith is hard to go past.
0: Yeah, he's super hard to go to go past. I love. The old smudge. All right, next question. What is your dream car?
1: Oh, my dream car is like a Rolls Royce, which has been like handcrafted, which they are um, all black, I reckon. All black Rolls Royce.
0: That'd be perfect going up to Cairns or in the country on the dirt roads.
1: Yeah, it'd go all right, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must be, I mean, for the price, it must be able to do something in- off-road.
1: You'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's a big investment.
0: Yeah, jeez. I mean, maybe hook up a sponsorship if you have a good career. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'd be nice. What's your favourite car, dream car?
0: Oh, I I really like Teslas, um, just because of, like, the, the energy version my dad has one, or we, our family has one. But I'd love to own one myself. Or maybe even, I do. My dream car. I've actually loved this for like five years. I've had it on my wall. It's a, it's an odd car, but it's a Jeep Wrangler. Oh. Like a, a bit of an off-road Jeep. I don't know why I like it so much. I've just always liked it because it's kind of, it's good off-road and it's it's got kind of a, a city type luxury luxury vibe in some ways.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's a bit different to the Tesla. So you got a couple of different tastes there, which yeah, is
0: good. good. You know, have if you you know having a little choice, you know, like a twenty-five car garage, you know, if you're going <laughs> to the street, you'll take this one and off-road will get in the Jeep. Fair, that'd it. be a good position. Love it. All right. Uh, we're gonna move on to the last question here. We're gonna spin this wheel. And it is is there something that pretty much – can you tell us something that no one really knows about you, whether it's a hobby you like or just something that you'd think no one really knows?
1: Okay. Um, or oh, I failed my first driving test Like to get my P plates. Um, I had a critical driving error and mm. I was really looking forward to getting my you know, open licence to be able to drive on my own. And I was actually living on the gold case sitting down and pop. And I was on my L's, so every time I had to drive, I had to take them with me. And it was just becoming a bit of pain. So I was like, oh, fine, I can get my licence. And then I thought I did really well. Like, the driver didn't say anything. And then we pulled up in the car park and said, you know, you made a critical driving error back there. You didn't give away the traffic lights. Um, Unfortunately, you failed. And I was like, oh, no. It's the most fun I've been.
0: (laughs) Ah... Yeah, i mean I've. I have a dream because I mean, I'm only how many years? Like three and a half, almost four years away from getting my L's, and I had a dream about that actually the other night. I turned 18. I went like the day I turned 18, and like just could not complete it. Like I'd get super close, and I would just fail. I don't know. I oh. dream, but um, I had it the other night. So there
1: you go. Funny that.
0: That is gonna end the podcast. So thank you everyone for watching or listening. I uh, hope you've had. An amazing morning or midday or whatever time it is listening to this. If you would like to follow me on my socials, on all of my socials, I'm um, 56th Grid. Jack, what's your socials name?
1: Just Jack Bowes. That's pretty basic.
0: Yeah, good having <laughs> a simple name.
1: What's 56th Grid mean?
0: Oh, so my hometown, I'm half Swedish, and my hometown in Sweden, um, it's like my favorite place in the world. Um, The first coordinates is five and six, so it's 56, and a coordinate's almost like a grid. So there's a bit of meaning behind it.
1: Oh, I love that. That's awesome.
0: But, everyone, make sure. I'd really appreciate if you go to the Apple iTunes and give me a little review. I'd prefer if it's five stars, but obviously up to you. I'm getting super close to breaking into the top ten podcasts for education for kids here in Australia, so I'd really appreciate it. But that is it, and I look forward to seeing you guys in episode 21 of in the Future. We out.